0: Now, atena tato kato, hui mai nei itinerar. Greetings to all of you who have gathered here today. Uh, welcome to the getting around field trip. Just before we get underway with our uh, a web conference with our expert this morning, uh, we'll begin with a karakia. Una hie te po te po te marae, kome te ao ao Tata ki tata ki raro, tata ahora. Omiere, huier, I'm Andrew the Learns Teacher and it's just gone 9am on Tuesday the 10th of November. Uh, This is our first web conference for the Getting Around Your Options for a Sustainable Future field trip and um, I'm at home and we've got Hugh Wilson from Wellington City Council joining us this morning. So Hugh is our our expert. Now I understand Hugh you're a, a Transport Choice Advisor, is that correct?
1: Uh, formerly a transport choice advisor, yeah, I'm now a transport project engineer. So,
0: yeah. <laughs> Do you want to tell us a little bit more about um, what that job involves?
1: Yeah, so we um, we work at council to try and make improvements to the the transport network, um, which is just a fancy way of saying we try and make it easier for people to get around. Um, so whether that be you know we we, we tend to look at um, people cycling, people walking, people using the bus, um, but there are some other sort of minor minor stuff we do around people driving cars. Um, but predominantly, we we try and make it easier for people to to ride, walk, or catch the bus. So here we
0: talk about um, we talk about some of these modes of transport as being active modes of transport. Um, how would you define an active mode of transport?
1: Uh, so an active mode of transport is, is anything that is moved by us. So it's it's us that's doing the moving. So walking or riding a bike. Um, we, we include e-bikes in that because most of the e-bikes, you do need to pedal for them to work. It's just the mode of it. Um, and so something like a, a car or a motorbike or an e-scooter, which is it's where you're not doing the moving, it's where the, the battery or the machine is doing the moving, um, is not active transport. So it, it's that's the easy definition is when if we are doing the work, it's active. Um, if it's the machine doing the work, it's not active.
0: OK. So that, yeah, it's interesting that um, you know, we put the e-scooters not under that umbrella. Um, but I would suggest maybe that that's still um still a a reasonably positive way to get around at these scooter,
1: yeah, so that I mean they would fall under the sustainable transport umbrella, yeah, yeah, so active and sustainable are uh, complementary definitely they we we think they're both good ways of getting around um, but it's just yeah that that slight difference between active and sustainable, yeah,
0: yeah. So um, what sort of examples do you have of places uh, where active transport is, is used a lot and, and why do you think it is?
1: Yeah, so we, we refer to the Netherlands a lot. Mm. Uh, and so the Netherlands have a, a really um, strong culture of active transport, whether that be sort of walking or, or cycling. Um, and that kind of started in the 1970s um, where the the Netherlands used to be a lot like New Zealand or Australia or the United States or Britain or any of those kind of countries that you might be you might know about, um, where there were a lot of people um, injured and and far too many people dying just when they were kind of driving or walking or cycling, and they had this movement which was called Stop the Kindermoord. Um, I don't know the direct translation, but essentially that was people being sick of children being hurt and killed getting to school. And so they sat out in front of parliament and wouldn't move until the government agreed to do something about it.
0: Mm-mm.
1: And so sort of over the past 50 years, they've spent a lot of money on improving um, the facilities that people can use when they're walking and cycling um, and supported a lot of campaigns around um, making riding a bike or making walking just a normal thing that everyone does
0: yeah so a lot of the roading and street systems are set up where they where cyclists get and, and pedestrians sort of get almost get priority
1: yeah that's right yeah and so it, it's kind of they have a lot of these zones where um, cars are guests they call it and so you're essentially Um, if you were if you lived on that street you could play on the street Um, you know you could run up and down you can kick your soccer ball play basketball you know do whatever Um, and then the cars are are kind of entering your space when they come in there rather than you entering a car's space Um, so it's a kind of a really important shift in in who the guest is and who owns the space yeah
0: yeah, it's almost uh, flipping that traditional model of, of what a road or a street was initially mm. designed for. Of course, the Netherlands has got an advantage because it's quite flat, so um, it certainly makes the use of cycling and, and those sorts of transport a lot easier. Although, mm. as we just mentioned earlier, of course, with the, the e-bikes, um, which can give you that assistance uphill, Um yeah yeah there's uh we're running out of excuses
1: <laughs> yeah i mean the um e-bikes are, are, are really good and um you know i live on a hilly street and my kids love to play on the street it doesn't stop people you know it might make it a bit harder to get around but in terms of just wanting to play and, and be somewhere nice um yeah, hills don't really impact that too
0: much So what about, um, places where active modes of transport aren't used much and, and what, what's the reason behind that, do you think?
1: Yeah. Um, so I kind of mentioned the countries before,
0: but so New Zealand,
1: it's not that high. I mean, there are some cities that, that have quite good, um, quite a lot of people walking, um, if you look at Wellington, but we'd still, you know, from an environmental and, and a, um, Um, just trying to think of an easy way to put this but in terms of the ease of people getting around the more people walking and cycling the easier it is for everyone else and so we still like to see those numbers higher in New Zealand Um, and you look at like the United States and Australia um, and the main reason for that is that it's just people don't feel that it's safe for them to be cycling or walking around Um, and it's about um, kind of why our jobs exist is to sort of try and fix that is to, to try and make it safe for people who want to walk and want to cycle to, to walk around and so um, we find that people want to it's not a lack of desire that stops people doing this it's a kind of a lack of safety um, and and comfort for people to do it
0: yeah I mean so there's there's probably a couple of things it's setting up the space so that it, it's safer, um, and then th- there probably is still a, a little bit of a mind shift that needs to happen though as well because um, you know it's sort of that it, it's reasonably common kind of knowledge that New Zealanders love love their cars, mm. and uh, and then certainly in some places you know it'd be difficult to get by without one, particularly mm. when when you're a bit more isolated than. And a long way away from major centers um yeah it's very yeah. interesting so yeah, you're right. you I
1: mean, cars are amazing machines and and you know I, i've got a car and um i think that that mind shift you talk about is really important and mm. it becomes a lot easier when the facilities are there for people yeah. to use them yeah so yeah it's definitely a staged process in terms of um yeah, the, the the culture or the mindset of, of people is really important um, mm-hmm. and so we, we're trying to make that easier by improving the safety
0: yeah yeah and uh, so you're a, you're an active transport user yourself I do, I do. yes yeah. what's, I, your, uh, what's your what what which one do you like the best
1: uh, well I bike to work every day and mm-hmm. I um Try and walk around the city as much as I can. So if I've got a meeting um, across town, I love to walk. I take my dog for a walk every day. Um, but for for that commuting, I'm I'm a bike. I, I live a bit too far away to walk, unfortunately. So mm-hmm. jump on the bike every morning, which is just a really nice way to start the day um, and a quite a nice way to end the day as well. When you can kind of just pedal away for 20 minutes and Trying to think about what's happened and what you've got to do that night
2: but in wellington the wellington streets are super busy with enormous amounts of transport have you got a really safe route to get from home to work uh yeah
1: relatively yep i um there's a couple of little pinch points along the way that um that could be improved um that we're, we're working to improve but um i live to the north so we've got quite a nice pathway Um, that runs alongside the state highway Um, and so uh, it's not on the road Um, so you know it's quite it's quite accessible for um, for people that live kind of except for the hill I mean that's that's another thing that we kind of spoke about before Um, but um, yeah I mean we're finding that people people are taking up cycling regardless um but i think there are there are more that would um if we could improve those facilities um so you're right you kind of do need to um you kind of do need to know where to go and what places to avoid at the moment and and so we're working to to make that a bit easier for people
0: you know you mentioned before you got a meeting across town and and you'll walk there and been in Wellington recently, filming for the field trip. You know, it was neat walking around because you know, you get to see stuff. Um, you know, you might might learn about a new cafe that's open, or there's something in the window that looks looks really neat. And just just gen, the general atmosphere, you get to take it all in when, when you're walking around. When 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 I'm driving around, uh, I'm just so focused on getting to the place you kind of miss a lot of what's around you what are some of the other benefits about active transport
1: um yeah so i mean i, I like to ride and walk because it's healthy so um you know unfortunately time is limited in the day and you don't get the chance to do everything you want and so you know riding my bike to and from work is a really good way to get exercise um, which means I can spend some more time with my family, which is really nice. Um, there's the financial aspect to it, so um, you know you save um, what's it about seven bucks a day on the bus, so you know it's thirty-five bucks a week, um, you know, which is kind of 100, a 150 bucks a month, um, which is quite nice. Uh, then there's the environmental side of things which is kind which is a pretty big one for me um you know your your emissions the lifetime emissions of a bike are a lot lot less than than um you know a car um, or even a big diesel bus you know so um kind of being able to realize the impact that our actions have on the environment and trying to improve those has, has been a big driver for me to ride my bike more as well. Um, and then it is, you know, I think one of the underestimated benefits of walking or or riding your bike is, is just seeing what's around you, you know, noticing yeah. those driving a car is really stressful and, um, mm. there's a, it's a big responsibility and, um, you don't get a chance to take in what's around you and or, or you know notice notice that neat little garden that's gone in or you just stop on the stop at the seat that's been put there by the tree and enjoy some shade and you know you don't um, being able to experience different things like that when you're walking around your city is is pretty neat and it's something I used to take for granted and then I started driving and now I'm back on I'm back at the other end you know where I get I can really Appreciate um, having a nice places to be.
0: Um you've mentioned, um, you know, finding a safe route, um, and then infrastructure being accommodated to for for increased use of active transport. Um, but what are some of the things we need to be aware of, um, so so that you know we can be successful? it's um, active transport, you know, overall, personally, and you know, what, what what do we need to do to make sure that it's a, that it's safe or gets safer? Do we need to sit outside Parliament like the, like the Dutch did? Uh,
1: yeah, I mean, I think we know what we need to do. It's about um, I don't know if the students have done any work on change, but you know, changing the way things. Uh, can be difficult at times. And while it might seem logical to us, um, the, the best thing about our political system and, and our society is that you can have a different opinion and, and um, not be punished or penalized for that. And so um, one, of the, one of the outcomes of that means that we need to work together with everyone um, to find solutions that work. And so at the moment, there's lots of differing opinions on, on the best way to do things. Um, and so we need to work with the community to um, figure out a solution that makes it um, workable for everyone. And so the part that we complain that is, um, you know, walking around, riding our bikes where we feel safe, um, talking to our parents about, you know, driving nicely around people that are walking, people that are riding their bikes. If you feel really passionately about it, contact your mayor telling that you want more places to ride your bike you want it to be safer for you to walk to school um, they're kind of the best ways to go about it at the moment probably um, mm.
0: it's you're kind of touching on some points which um which relate to the to question nine I had on the list which was you know some of the things we could do today to increase mm. our use of or enjoyment of active transport
1: yeah, I mean, the best thing about active transport is it doesn't necessarily need to be complicated. You know, you can just chuck some shoes on and go for a walk. Mm. Um, you can just grab a bike and go for a ride. You know, like, I think that's one of the major benefits of active transport is how simple it is. Um, and so...
0: Because one of the things that, you know, I think about, with, when, I, when I have my car at my disposal, I, the car is obviously going to get me somewhere quicker. Um, where I live anyway. Mm. Um, And so part of it for me is just structuring my day. So if I'm choosing to ride into town, which isn't that far, I need to make time for that. Mm. um, And that's probably a bit more about the mind shift. So for me, it's about making sure that you you allow a bit more time. Mm. That's a big one for me. Um, uh, uh, Overall, in New Zealand, uh, I... is active transport increasing? You said that bikes are really, you know, we're seeing a big increase in in bike ownership. Is it increasing overall?
1: Um, I can say it is in Wellington, definitely. Yeah. Mm. Um, And I think it's pretty similar um, in sort of Auckland and Christchurch. So that's the bigger cities. Um, If you, you know, look, rurally, um, there, there hasn't been that big increase, but that I'm aware of anyway, but, You know, that kind of speaks to um, the long distances that they need to travel and often the equipment or, you know, things that they need to carry. So, um, you know, in Wellington, we're seeing really good uptake of people riding bikes for the the last sort of five or six years. Um, We've been seeing pretty constant increase of sort of between sort of three to six percent depending on the year of of an increase in people riding their bikes.
0: But biking um, generally seems to be on the increase, you know, mountain biking particularly. Hmm. I seem to see a lot of people getting involved in that recreationally, but that's, you know, still a positive thing.
1: Yeah, it is, it is. And, um, you know, any, I'll always advocate for people riding a bike, no matter what it is. And, and so um, whether you're, you're mountain biking or riding to work, I think just any chance you get to be out on your bike is a really good thing and um they're kind of a, a, a could be a gateway into riding your bike more often for, for transport or, or or something like that so.
0: so if we stick to the city theme because that's you know where a lot of this um a lot of this key infrastructure changing you know, it with roading and and different amenities to to accommodate uh, active transport um. Where do you see things heading towards in the future? What what, what do you what would you like to at least see, um, you know, within within your work, within yeah, the work yeah. you do. What would you like to see? Where do you think you see things heading?
1: Um, so, without getting too technical, I, I think we we would like to sort of start to um, even up the the balance of the transport network, I guess. So at the moment, it's it's quite heavily skewed towards cars and cars are catered for basically in every situation. And so we would like to make it easier to start to develop a network that makes it easier for people to walk, cycle and catch the bus. Um, And so we've sort of taken on this mantra of moving more people with less vehicles. And and so that's about um, giving people the choice to move around the city how they want um, in in sort of a safe and sustainable way. And it kind of benefits everyone in that case. So people that do need a vehicle will then have space freed up for them. So if there's a plumber that's got lots of equipment or a builder that's got all their tools, you know, they need to drive their van um, so they can still drive their van. But, you know, me coming into work doesn't need to drive. I can get off the road and pre up some space for them and, and do my bit for the environment and at the same time. So that's where we're kind of looking is to um, create a more equitable transport network where people that want to walk can walk. People that want to get the bus can get the bus. People that want to ride can ride and the people that need to drive can still drive. That's sort of what we're we're working towards.
2: When we when I go to Wellington, I just think that it, you see a culture of people walking. You can't believe how many people are walking around the city during the working day, and in the weekends. Um, even in Christchurch, they've done an amazing job of rebuilding around the river from the hospital to the mm-hmm. to the central place, and and you want to walk in these places. They are so beautifully done yeah um so i guess there's some leadership from like cities themselves about integrating all that together
1: yeah there there is and and it comes back to that sort of place that we were talking about before and and having somewhere nice to be and um it's it's we're kind of just the geography of Wellington makes it easy to walk around because you can't build buildings on the side of a hill. And so it's, it's kept us all quite nice and tight, which makes it easy to walk around. Um, But yeah, you're right. Christchurch on on the river there have done a really good job um, of making a walkable city. And um, I think, you know, everyone reaps the benefits of, you know, when you're out of your car, you can, you interact with people. There's that social connection. Um, you can drop in and out of shops easily you can sit down and have a bite to eat Um, you know it just becomes a lot nicer place to be
0: well thanks very much for your time this morning Hugh I know you've got uh, another appointment to get to so um, we'll let you go in just a minute Uh, so really really appreciate your time uh, your fantastic answers and um, yeah it's a great topic Uh, it's something that you know we're just becoming more and more aware of and, and hopefully more of us are making that shift when we don't need to use a vehicle as such. And, um, you know, like you've mentioned, it's good for you, the health of people, the health of the environment, uh, and, and, you know, just so many more other advantages such as seeing what's around you, and, and, and making the most of, of the place that you live and not getting stressed out um, in a vehicle, which you're right, it is. it can be a really, really stressful thing. And I'm sure students have been passengers in cars who've seen that as well. But um, no, th- thanks once again. And um, if you've been listening to this web conference, remember uh, there's other web conferences that will be recorded and also our our videos, check out those, and the uh, Google Earth tour with um, showing the places that we visited in Wellington, the people we met, uh, including the videos and images from, that, from the trip. Thanks very much, Hugh. Enjoy the rest Thanks. of your day. Thanks, Andrew. Thanks, Barry. Thanks, Hugh. i mean, That brings yeah. our web conference to an end.